0: to experience the
1: fastest two hours in radio history. With
2: We've been doing this a long time, and I know what you're thinking. You're so youthful and relevant. The young people come to you in droves. Sandra Golden. I
1: know! And little did we know, it meant two different things.
0: (laughs) Rusty Menzel. You don't treat people that way and make Rusty rocks. And
3: Drew Butler. What are you going to say when it happens, that I'm the man? It's
1: it's It's the Steakhouse. Brought to
0: you by John Foy and Associates.
1: On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome into the Steakhouse. I'm Sandy Golden. And Steak Shapiro will be in here shortly. I think he's people just stopped him in the hallway because he's so popular. So Bo is kind enough to stay along. And I appreciate it because I'm on to the NASCAR full speed.
0: Yeah, it's really good, ain't it?
1: So Netflix has dropped this show, which is like the F1 sport where they kind of take you deep dive into you meet the drivers, why NASCAR is doing things differently, why you should care about NASCAR. I'm hooked. The first I got the first two episodes. And it is excellent.
0: Yeah, and they're really. Denny Hamlin takes a big part in those first two episodes. Bubba Wallace is in them. It's so good. Dell Jr. was like the executive producer for this, and yeah. obviously he has a big part in it, but it's really good. They took what Golf did with PJ with Full Swing, they took what the. Formula One show did, and they did their own spinoff, and it's just on the playoffs. It's been fun to watch. It's fun for me, because you get the behind-the-scenes of a sport you don't get to see a lot of.
1: Big time, and then you see that Denny Hamlin, Michael Jordan is in it a lot mm-hmm. as well, because they own this 23-11 team that has Bubba Watson and Tyler Redding, which are the stars of the future. Stake's in now, and I was telling you about it yeah, earlier. No, mean. and Stake is not a NASCAR fan, and just because you only know what you know, and that's just not a big part of his life, but if you were ever going to just kind of take a peek and say, yeah. I want to watch a this is why you will watch. William Byron is this young up-and-comer who literally started as a gamer. So his parents got him this facility, the thing in right, his right. Uh, basement. That's
0: what me and Mike do, iRacing. Wow.
2: It's a simulator. Do so they do the whole backstory? Yes. on him and yes. these guys? Yes. So this is the And their hot
1: wives. And yeah. their kids, they do it a lot. The like- highest
2: level of filmmaking. This group now, this Netflix group that did all the shows that you said, it's now become like the NFL Films version. NFL Films was recognized as the best sports documentarians, right? Yeah. Their, their, their level of music and cinematography and and, and filming – but this group now at Netflix is getting that same reputation, and yeah. we know what it did for F1. NASCAR needs a jolt,
0: yeah. right? Yeah. they. I mean, they're, they're, they're doing well, but they still need that help when football season comes because it just goes away. Right. And their ratings they, go they down. Need,
1: you're being kind. They need a lot, a lot, a lot of help because – the ratings are ter- – the, they went off of ESPN. That's the truth. Yeah. So they get no coverage, a little no coverage. So the diehards like you and I will go find the race. It's hard to find the race. But I just want you all to peek at it. So we okay. try to tell you about good little, yeah. little shows. It yeah. is How really good. How the wife good. feel
0: about it? Will wife be able to get She's into it She's going to
1: like it because they're te- great stories. storytellers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Even Amy and Amy, she watched an episode with me, and she was awesome. like, yeah, this is fun to watch. She's like – but she asked questions, and I'm like – and I pause, and then I go back. Wow! But, so but you, you know, don't,
2: you don't like her asking you questions.
0: Huh? Well, I don't mind questions, but I mean, too many questions. Oh, okay, well, I get in trouble. Trust me. That should be like a husband manual that
2: we hand our wives like the day uh, we get married. Mm-hmm. Just says too many questions.
1: Don't ask meaning them. Meaning, like yeah. you
2: know, keep it within reason. Yeah.
1: Well, Anyways. Th- I would love to see that manual. You two, two
2: happily questions. married
1: gentlemen, so do too the manual. Too many questions. Yeah, yes. I could write
2: one. There yeah. you go. There we go.
1: Thank how... you, Bo. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm
2: sorry about that. No, that's okay. Um, how are you doing?
1: Awesome. Just was in Panama City with my sweet mommy. Hey, get your skin checked. We had a uh, little can- little skin cancer on her. I always remind folks. To you had a it. little what? Skin cancer removed with the Mohs oh, surgery so for my sweet she was down mother. there having surgery. Yeah. So I went with her to hang out. She's doing great. Yep. 87, y'all. She's just phenomenal. That's great. Yeah. yeah how my... about you? What's going on? How, uh, what was Barnsley Gardens last night?
2: Barnsley, yeah. Barnsley Resort up there in Adairsville. Yeah. So I had a meeting up there. I was telling Rusty, otherwise I was going to be at the Georgia game. We had like a a business dinner. We do a lot of work with Barnsley and Cartersville, great part of our state. And we're filming a bunch of stuff for Atlanta Eats and for our company and had dinner at Barnsley Resort, stayed in one of their cabins.
1: So it's changed now from Gardens to Barnsley Resort. Yeah, Barnsley
2: Resort. Okay. Um, We had so many company getaways up there over the years. Um, that were just debauchery. There was a lot 15. of uh,
1: couples were created, if you will, <laughs> hookups slash marriages, that divorces. Supposed to, that
2: weren't supposed to be created. The story about barn. this is 20 years ago. Did I tell the story yesterday? No. One of the guys got in a golf no, cart. No, because I
1: was listening, I was thinking, I wonder if he's going to say something. One the of the my guys,
2: because there's no, you know, once they shut down the restaurants and bars, you're in these cabins. Mm-hmm. You get hungry if you've been drinking for eight hours. And one of uh, my buddy Kevin and my buddy Cody decided we're gonna get a golf cart and we're gonna head to Wendy's because they heard it's like, um bro, that's eight miles away in a golf cart at two AM. Good decision. That's not a good decision.
0: <laughs> that was not a that's good hilarious. decision. Yeah. Anyway,
2: so uh shout out to Barnes who was there last night and shout out to uh I don't know, a lot of stuff going on. We got a busy show today. Mike Griffith will join us talk senior bowl. Um it's Atlanta Eats on radio today. We're gonna do Soul Food. You're gonna educate folks on the history of Soul Food. Um and uh coming up we got uh a lot happening in college football I think we're paying attention to. We finally know when Raheem Morris is going to speak, uh, right? Don't bring it's it taken up to D-Led. A while. D-Led is, is super,
1: is- super peed. Is he? Yeah, tweets.
2: What's he so upset about? It's Why is it long? taking
1: this long? Right. Why is it at 2 in the afternoon? When does so. he want it to be? Well, what? let's just say that the Seattle coach is being in- introduced already. They right. hired him like an hour ago. So there you go. Yeah.
2: You I know don't know. What? There's
1: rhyme and reason to everything.
2: I would say this. Not worth getting stressed about. That's I guess I, if you cover so the true. Falcons full time. All right, let's do our 9 at 9.
1: It is Super Bowl week, too, probably. <laughs>
0: Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top nine at nine. Nine nine
1: on the Steakhouse.
0: Sports Radio 92.9, The Game.
1: you. it's February the 1st. January is gone. February know, 1, two weeks from today. You know what's going to happen today? Today,
2: February 1st, right?
1: That's what I just said. Yes.
2: <laughs> you know what's going to happen today? What? People are going to be drinking a lot because? because dry January is over.
1: Oh, dry January. <laughs> hey. That's I know, what we should hear from people. I know
2: so many people that tried, some of them actually successful. That's a real thing. Not good for the restaurant business at all.
1: So well, you weren't here, but Zeno was with me, and it was January the 17th is Quitter's Day. That's the day on the calendar that they say people give up on whatever you've been trying to do, with, whether it's eat healthy, the dry January. They have done the math, and they January, January 17th,
2: 17th was Quitter's was Day. Quitter's day. Yep. I think most of America, January 3rd, maybe, 4th, 5th, <laughs> yeah.
1: If you did it the whole month, good for you. Yeah, that is you. great. Absolutely. I didn't even think about that. I was thinking about Braves, pitchers, and catchers will be on the field two weeks from this morning out at uh, Northport. So Bra- uh, Braves p- baseball is coming. Uh, dogs in Bama last night, packed segment Auditorium. Dogs were on fire. They were up by as many as 16 Until they weren't. They lost 85-76.
2: Yeah, shocking. Six-and-a-half point underdog, too. And they were dominating much of the night. And they were leading much of the second half. But they went cold at the wrong time. It's a bad loss for Georgia, who is nowhere near the power rankings they need to get in the NCAA tournament. Now, had they beat Alabama, who's first in the SEC, and South Carolina is second in the SEC, they're at Stegman on Saturday. That was the kind of back-to-back wins you needed. He didn't get it. Um, I give Mike Weck a lot of credit, but at the end of the day, you're just not in the mix for the NCAA tournament. Much like your uh, counterparts in Atlanta that had the massive win over Carolina, it looks like another year of no Tech and no Georgia in the NCAA.
1: Speaking of the dogs, Georgia will sell beer at Sanford Stadium. That announcement coming as Josh Brooks does a thirty-minute presentation in front of the board at the University of Georgia and say, "Yeah, we're the last out of the fourteen schools in the SEC." Which I was shocked about. Steak that in, to sell it in the football stadium. I,
2: I just, for the life of me, don't understand what the rule, what what the mindset of not having beer sales at a football game are. Listen, my daughter's a freshman at Georgia. Let's just say that drinking beer is – it's not like, oh, I'm finally a senior. Now I'm allowed to have my first cocktails, right? Yeah. Anybody that's been to college knows it's happening anyway. It's happening in the parking lot. It's happening to fraternities. It's happening to sororities. And when you have a, adults that spend the money they do on Georgia football tickets – we talked about the SEC title game. That was ridiculous yep. that in the building you couldn't even have a beer unless you were in one of the suites, it's right? Mm-hmm. So So, uh, listen, Georgia doesn't need more revenue. They probably – they, they definitely lead America in revenue driven by their football program, but it's for the fans. It's you for know? the
1: fans, and so the fans don't leave, by the way. They're, they were improving Wi-Fi Absolutely. and game experience, Absolutely. and you don't want everybody leaving because you can't get a beer and stadium. It's a real no thing,
2: three-hour and 40-minute game when you've been tailgating, and you walk in there, and you get tired. You I need tired. a beer. So and
1: I can't check Instagram. The two things that are really ruling my life yes. as a student. So uh, coaching carousel continuing. Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald taking that Seahawks job. The number that jumped out a six-year deal. He now is the youngest coach in the NFL. 36. Boy, does his
2: life change, man. Uh, Drew Butler gave us great perspective on him. He talked about literally going to Buttsmere Building, showing up time and time again when he was a student at the University of Georgia, wanted to be a part of the football program. Tracked down, uh, who was it? The big loud, uh, d- our d- big loud defensive coordinator uh, back in the day that um, he tracked down and eventually got hired as a Todd. G8. Yeah, Todd. Uh, Gosh, what's
1: wrong with Grantham. me? Grantham. Todd Grantham. Grantham. Thank yeah, you. There so Todd. Um, yeah, yeah, great
2: story. Drew Butler has a lot of perspective on him. That is a huge moment. For Mike McDonald. Good for
1: him. So the commander's job is the only one open, which means is that Dan Quinn does Dan Quinn go back to the Cowboys? I don't, is I don't that think, a Belichick? Yeah. Is that are they waiting on Aaron at uh, dis, Aaron Glenn at, at Detroit? Like very interesting. I don't think they're
2: talking to Bill Belichick. I haven't heard much about that. I, I know that if Dan Quinn didn't get the Seattle job, he's not getting the Washington job. Aaron Glenn should be in the mix, and you know, of course, um, that. Uh, this is the last gig out there. So Ben Johnson's already taken himself out yeah. of the mix. Supposedly he was asking too much right. from a number of school number of uh uh NFL teams. And uh I guess it'll be wide open on uh, the final hire.
1: Let's bring up the Super Bowl matchup in the line, if you will, because I'm curious. Uh 49ers Chiefs, that started at three and a half. Three and a half.
2: Started at three and 49ers, a
1: half. 49ers three and a half on bovada. I'm just telling you what I yeah. looked at. It quickly switched to one and a half. Yeah. All right. It's now back to two. Yeah. It's 49ers not. 49ers it, are favored by two. I don't yeah. understand this.
2: Well, 49ers are the best team in the NFL all year. I mean, for, Patrick
1: Mahomes and Brock Purdy. Right. The difference is staggering to me. Well, Pat,
2: Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs is 14 and three, Patrick Mahomes as an underdog is 11 and one. So that would suggest that. You know, if you're taking Kansas City, there's some history there behind it. I think the 49ers, though, are the best team in the NFL, and I think that's what the line is based on. Betting against Pat Mahomes, though, as an underdog, that is shaky stuff. And again, in 17 playoff games, he's lost three, Pat Mahomes. Um, So it's based a lot on the regular season also, where clearly San Francisco was better than Kansas City the entire regular season. Uh, but Casey just won on the road twice.
1: I know it just I'm and,
2: and won at Buffalo and at Baltimore. Now neutral site in Vegas,
1: and it, that it went up now from one and a half to two.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to get much higher than that. I mean, right. people. I think people would like to be able to bet on, on Mahomes. You give him. You give him another half a point. Get it to two and a half, right? Right. So, um, right. So next week will be crazy, crazy on media row in Vegas. Crazy as folks start to show up. If you're an ex-NFL player, you know this is not a Super Bowl you're sitting out. I would imagine you'll see more celebs, NFL players, Hollywood types coming from L.A. It's going to be crazy in Las Vegas. And
1: you don't even need to go to the game. You just need to be in Vegas to be a part of the fun. Yeah,
2: we used to do that. We used to leave on Saturday nights or Sunday morning. We'd stay all the way through, and then you go home, you're watching the comfort of your living room, right?
1: That's exactly right.
2: All right, that's our 9 at 9. When we come back, by the way, 9 o'clock hours brought to you by our friends at Advanced Hair Restoration, one-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. When we come back, Kirk Herbstreet had a tweet that I literally could not agree with more. It sums up everything I think is really dangerous about the, the place where college football stands. I'm going to read you the tweet, and we're going to comment because uh, a program that I – follow, just lost their head coach for one reason. And we'll tell you why. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
0: I'm Bart Winkler with a CBS.
3: The show just hits different. <gasps> it's the Steakhouse.
0: On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 9.24
2: Sports Radio 92.9, the game, 9 o'clock hour, brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. It's it's too late for the big guy (laughs) over here with the the elbow brace, but it's not too late for you. One-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. Raheem Morris, press conference, 2 p.m. at Mercedes-Benz on Monday. We will carry the press conference. Then we will have Raheem Morris. Live with Dukes and Bell, and then we will have Terry Fontenot as well with Dukes and Bell because we are the premier sports station in the southeast, because we are the home of the Falcons, because we have 100,000 watts. I left Bar- I left Adairsville, Georgia this morning, and I heard our station every step of the way. Incredible signal, great station. The station Atlanta has uh, rallied around, so at Monday will be a, a fabulous day mm-hmm. as well. Um, you think folks are going to ask Arthur Blank about Bill Belichick in a press conference while, yes. while Raheem is sitting next yes, to him? Yes, I
1: do. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Well, I hope they navigate the question well. I mean, it's going to be a weird conversation for Arthur with Raheem and his family next to him, and folks are asking, you know, about Bill Belichick. You got to
1: ask it, even if he says, uh, "What's the
2: question that should be asked?" What, like, what do you? How do you phrase it? What do you want to hear?
1: How did you end things with Bill Belichick?
2: Okay, has, that's has, how did you did you
1: make an offer to Bill Belichick?
2: Well Yeah, we well he didn't though. We know that. And and that I mean, you know the answer to that is no. I know that right?
1: you're asking Arthur Blank. Now I'm not asking you. I, no, I think there no, is no, no, reasonable no, to be is, asking that be. I mean, give me, me another question.
2: question that, like that that is is yeah, because it has to be asked. Bill
1: Belichick is reportedly quite upset.
2: How do you react? How do you
1: react to his being upset
2: that he was led down a path? He was asked to to the prom and then you didn't show up. Okay, yeah, all right, something along those lines for sure. But the Raheem stuff will be great. Raheem is going to own the room. You're going to fall in love
1: with him. He's going to. He is great.
2: We'll we'll talk about what we survived by not hiring Bill Belichick. Although I was vocal, not overly vocal, that thought would have been a really.
1: I think if you were to be truthful with the man in the mirror, you were a little disappointed.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I most disappointed because I love that we were the epicenter of conversation in the NFL. Right. I like when Atlanta's right at the heart of it. But you're right. At my core, I thought let's hire Bill Belichick. But I think Raheem Morris is a great hire, and I'm looking forward to that as well. Two o'clock, we'll have the press conference coming up. So uh, yesterday in college football, it was announced that uh, Jeff Hafley came from Ohio State. Been at Boston College for a number of years and done really well for a program that really has a lot working against them. We joke about BC, but I mean, for them to compete in the ACC, very hard. You're
1: an afterthought. 100%.
2: And and that's
1: not a knock. It's a reality. You're a Power 5 school that's an afterthought when it comes to football.
2: Yeah, no doubt. And I grew up an enormous Boston College fan because I lived five minutes from campus, and Doug Flutie was there when I was there, and I loved every sport. So BC was the closest school to where I was, and I loved college, and I loved pro so there aren't many guys that are bigger B.C. football fans than I was growing up. And I was there when Jack McNeil was there. And I was there when Tom Coughlin was there. They went and beat Notre Dame when Notre Dame was number one. And there were moments Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan. got him to number two in the country. Yeah, yeah. So there have been moments at Boston College. Mm-hmm. A proud football tradition there. Although in this current climate, a tough a tough putt. Well, uh, Jeff Halfley is gone. Uh, and not because the school didn't want him. He's taken the defensive coordinator job. For the Green Bay Packers. ESPN's Pete Dammel reveals that Halfley wants to go coach in a league that's all about football, and college football as a whole has turned into mass fundraiser that includes NAL and recruiting your own team to keep them to staying out of the transfer portal. Kirk Herb Street, without boundaries and regulation that makes sense, coaches that get opportunities in the NFL will be gone. This trend will continue until there's a new governing body and it creates a CBA with a players entity or union that would include issues like NIL transfer portal and eventually revenue sharing. The sport is spiraling out of control. I could not agree with Kirk Street more and not because I root for a team like BC or a team like Tulane where I went that really, although although Tulane did great in the portal, I guess, grabbing guys that were Mm -hmm. leaving Oregon and Alabama, you know, but they're the have-nots of the power Mm -hmm. fives, and Tulane's not even a power five. And it doesn't matter. I got friends who are at Wake Forest and friends who are, you know, uh, Vanderbilt and, and, and friends that are NC State, whatever it is. The climate for coaches to try to hang on to their players, coach their players tough, but have them not leave, make kids wait a year or two to play, have them not leave. Get your alumni to write massive checks and, and create these collectives in order to compete. To worry at every second, not about recruiting you know, senior uh, juniors and seniors in high school, but how to not get decimated by the portal or how to keep up with the Joneses. It's just exhausting. I think I heard Mike and Carl say the average pay at Ohio State is a hundred and fifty thousand dollars that's the average yeah so I and Rusty
1: but, was talking about your walk-ons are getting fifty thousand dollars and let's just say you're uh, Jimmy Jimmy Joe over in Athens and you've been stroking a check for a hundred grand for that player and that player well now there's a whole new wave can you stroke another hundred thousand and then another hundred thousand when does it stop when does it end it's, it's, and this first wave of coaches that are leaving to go to the NFL. They may not get such a big splash because they're not the sexy names, but I'm going to bring up a name that just left to retire because of the same reason, and it's Nick Saban. Absolutely. And now he, you, can, you can point to his age. That's absolutely a factor. But if you don't think that the NIL, but more specifically the NIL, caused him to go, you're wrong.
2: He's getting out of Dodge mm-hmm. as the craziness is hitting epic level and epic proportion. JT Daniels, we'll talk to Mike Griffith coming up. I guess he's at the Senior Bowl trying to be a coach, but JT Daniels has been five schools, four schools.
1: <laughs> so many schools, over the, yeah. Well, good for him, yeah. yeah.
2: And, and my point is he's an example of just the hysteria that is trying to police college football. College football is a sport. When you turn on the television on Saturday, when you watch the playoffs, the 12 team is fantastic. It's captivating. It's so much fun, the tailgating, all of it. Whether you're in Tallahassee, whether you're in Athens, whether you're, you know, whatever, Raleigh, North Carolina for an NC State Carolina game, it, whatever it is. But the stuff around it, and, and the other part is, Sandra, I think most of us, unless we were some, you know, uh, from really elite parents, part of being in college is being broke to a degree, right? It's figuring out your yeah, ATM, I get $18.40 now, Either you have a job. Who's got
1: all you can eat wings? That's where right. we're going for $10. 100%. Boom. We uh-huh. both yeah. live that life. It's a charm. A it's fun of it.
2: Um, I just wonder what it even means. Like, these kids are going to class or trying to get an education or trying to figure out it. But, you know, if they're going to have a discernible way to make a living if they don't make the NFL, whatever it is, but now they're handed $300,000. What does that do to a 19 year old kid? It gives you
1: power. It gives you power and not only that, now you walk in a coach's room that you're making more money than they are, some assistant coach at a college. Or G A GA and, for sure. Oh my God. Can you and you're wanting me to listen to you? And I'm driving a rolls and I just bought my dad, those are the extremes with Primes kids, but
2: why would I be paying the pay- balance
1: of power is gone? It's
2: just it's just shifted so dramatically. Listen, I never wanted to pay the kids. I believe a college scholarship, I know what it costs. At these schools, I'm about to experience it again with my daughter Nola, and I was looking yesterday what these you know um, tuitions might be. So, you know, I believe all the tutoring and all the meals and the board and the travel and the experience and the coaching that that in and of itself had an incredible value. But okay, you want to pay the kids? Find a way to do it. I, I get it. But this system now, yeah, this is completely out of control. And why am I going to tell a kid just be patient? You know, you just sit. Now at Georgia, you may get him to do that because if you're playing as a junior, you may go right to the NFL, and you're setting yourself up for the best. The coach.
1: system is failing now. The the transfer portal will be a quicker fix because you can just you know make save. some rules. Make some rules. It's it. The NIL is out of control. You're totally right. Unless you declare them employees, and then you can have regulation. But there's many dominoes that have to fall first. It's I don't see if an end in sight.
2: If you're Jeff Halfley of Boston College, you, you can't compete in the ACC. You're never going to win in the ACC. Right, right. Of course you're going to the National Football again. And by the way, quality of life, time with your family, less stress and anxiety about kids, on the on is on a, a head coach every kid as a coordinator it's every kid on your side of the ball, go to the NFL. I
1: heard Damon Stoudamire yesterday, which by the way was such a great interview. But he goes, well, it's kind of new. I got to make sure they're going to class. I got to look at their grades. Right. You know, these folks just
2: want to coach. And in the co- in the case of basketball, it's only fifteen kids, really eight kids, yeah, ten kids. Yeah. In college football, I don't know how you feel. I mean, good for you for you if you went to Florida or Florida State like Sandra. Or, or Georgia or some other places. But most of us went somewhere else, and the chances are competing. Of course, Ohio State's the favorite uh, ahead of Michigan and a lot of others. Did you see what they just did in the off season? Do you see the guys who just landed from Alabama because they're writing massive checks? And Nick Saban says, I'm out of here, right?
1: I'm going to Florida to my quillion-dollar house. Yeah. I'll be on the beach. <laughs> no doubt. I'll
2: be I'm- golfing with 50 Cent. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw <laughs> so that. So great, Travis Scott. Good for Scott. Nick, living
1: his best life.
2: Hey, when we come back, is the Falcons starting quarterback day one next season right now playing in Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl practices? It could be a very, very good chance that's the case. Mike Griffith tells us, what about all these quarterbacks? Who's winning at the Senior Bowl? We'll do that when we come back on Sports Radio two nine. The Game. Gap. you got to go back and listen to our interviews. Had a great week so far, even without Miss Sandra. Great to have her today. And tomorrow, uh, yesterday, uh, we were – who was – oh, Rusty here doing a great job. We had Damon Stoudemire. Tuesday, I was flying solo. Drew on Monday. And uh, listen to any of our shows at any time. Um, including the Raheem Morris interview, which is coming up, obviously, on Monday, which will be fabulous right after his press conference coming up. So uh, a lot of reasons to listen to this radio station. Follow us on Twitter, uh, at Steak Shapiro, at Sports Sandra. Uh, Coming up later on in the program, Atlanta Eats on Radio Soul Food. Great soul food restaurants in Atlanta, and Sandra has the history or I don't know what she's talking.
1: Well, about. Well, I asked you. Do you know what that even means? Like, could you go prepare a soul food? Do you know where it came from I mean, and ingredients? Bo- which I think it's kind of interesting. It means
2: black people cooking food that are really good. It's
1: kind of, but it's not that yeah, it's exactly. Not it doesn't right. say that in the. It doesn't internets.
2: say grandma. <laughs> <laughs> there's a charm back of, of the, the
1: spices and the African spices and good okay. big right. one pot foods. All and right,
2: well, you're gonna educate us on some of that. I guess when
1: I can get a word in at ten. You I know, know, I think I think when off.
2: Atlanta, there's like seven urban states. In the city, right? I just did V one hundred three this morning. I think when you think about soul food, you think of steak and Sandra. I think those are the two I'm going to. Listen, turn.
1: <laughs> when I, I tell just, you my grandmother okay. and the food and the real collards and the real ham hocks, so uh, right. don't I'll don't look, food shame me I'm over just here. Telling you, I'm from the it, south. It's
2: not the fir- <laughs> I'm
1: from the south.
2: It's not the first thing you think of. It's true. steak well, and you,
1: Sandra.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, no, Sandy. It, you're going to prove us otherwise, but right. Right. let's do our uh, tailgate. <laughs>
1: It's time to tailgate. Taking
2: no, tailgate. Take a look around the world of college sports.
1: This is the tailgate on the steakhouse.
2: Brought to you by All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio ninety two nine. The
1: game. Mike Griffith in uh, thirty seconds. A couple of things. Stegman has got it right, man. Sold out, rocking, moved the students down uh, loud as could be. They've got Alabama in the house. They're up by 16. You think, wow.
2: Yeah, first half was great. Second half they led. Uh, I told the baby, Sophie, you get your butt to Stegman tonight. I don't want to hear any excuses. Did she go? She went. And I just got a text. I was in the middle of this dinner, and it just said, "Ugh," And I was like, What? we were winning the whole time. I just went to the bathroom. SEC Network. Eighty-five,
1: seventy-six. Your final, but good for you, Georgia. You're right there. Great win for Georgia Tech. So Georgia will be hosting South Carolina, and I believe Georgia Tech goes to NC State on Saturday. So let's no, just go. no. What? No. None of that. Not, not good for
2: you, Georgia. Well, no. I think you're close. You're close, okay, Sandra. No, All I want right, to go to the. I want to go to the tournament All this right. year. All right. I want to go this year. First in, last night. Okay. You lost to Kentucky. You lost to Florida. You beat LSU, then you lost to you Alabama. You think they're out as of now? Their they, power ranking day day they're like 85th mm. probably now. Hurtful. Right? What do you think they're at now? Well, they were. I want to say they were 79, 75, 79, 79
3: going yeah. into the night last night.
2: So now with that loss, yeah, you're probably like, yeah, you're not you know, you're probably 83, 84,
1: 85. You're just not in a there. good place. Well, well no. spring football's coming. So There's, there you go, everybody. <laughs> look at Today is Optimist Day. So there so, you go. Spring football coming you, right up. If
2: you were going to be optimistic, yes. I would say – I yearn for a day that you can buy beer at a football stadium in Athens.
1: Hallelujah! It's here. You can buy beer at stagnant and Seltzers, which is interesting.
2: At, 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 at Sanford. At
1: Sanford starting this season, game one. So, there you go. Congratulations. You can
2: buy uh, the Seltzers.
1: Beer and Seltzers. No wine, which I feel attacked. No, I know. But that that's not I'm sure unfair. Josh Brooks is working on it. We don't know how much it'll be. It doesn't matter, but I think it's a great, great We don't game. know how much it's
2: going to be uh, in terms of... The it, pricing, because that was be what Josh It'll be like $8 a can. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be crazy, but whatever. Uh, joining Do us,
1: they sell Cans in stadiums, or do they pour it in the red solar cups? What do they do? I think
2: they they sell cans. I don't know. Mike
1: Griffith will
2: know. No, he's not going to know Are you a
1: beer drinker at football games? That's the question. Or do you go get a cocktail? Like, what's your – Mike, you you, too. Well, you're working most of the time. But if you weren't working, would you go grab a beer? No. No,
3: no, no. No, 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 no. no. I'm there for football. I'm there for the family environment. I'm there because it's not an NFL game. So, no, I'm going to be the old – dogie here that's going to go no this is not good for Georgia football so
1: you're fireball not- guys what you're saying <laughs> it's not good for the football environment
2: <laughs> it's hold on mike, oh, mike 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 i saw you on fine bomb you do a fabulous job but sometimes you just like to be the contrarian. Did no, you did you I, no, just I did, say I don't. it's not you,
3: good did, for football? It's not good
2: for football.
3: Yeah. No, I don't want to see the people getting beat up in the stands and falling over and kids little kids not parents not oh, want to take Mike. little kids. I Mike. Mean, I don't I I don't I'm, not, just, I'm telling you, I like the Sanford Stadium environment. They're the do, it, go to Jacksonville and do all that. Mike, d-
1: are you naive to think that they weren't <laughs> drinking in the stands already? Yes. You're, You're not before, one of those or guys, guys before, right? Uh,
2: Listen, we don't have time for this. Mike's trying to be – Mike, he's come trying on. To push, no, i He's trying it's to like play radio. Even, I, it's 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 listen, fake, listen, listen. Let's talk about the Senior Bowl. First of all, <laughs> okay, how many times have you covered the Senior Bowl? Compare what it's like now to what it was like whenever oh, you first started covering it.
3: Jake, it's so different. It's so different. When I was here working at the Mobile Register in the 90s, there'd be like eight media people and a 1,000 – coaches. And, you know, I remember walking up to Pete Carroll, he's walking in, Hey Pete, how you doing? Oh, nice to meet you. Walk down the street with him 20 minutes or playing pickup basketball with Jack Del Rio at the Y. I mean, you know, now it's like, there's literally a thousand, I'm not kidding you. There is a thousand quote unquote media people here. And it's, it's, it's a blitz and it's just, you know, good luck finding your way through. I was able to, where's Waldo Kirby smart on the field yesterday. I couldn't believe I found him. Uh, the elusive Kirby. I said, "Hey Kirby, what do you want me to do a short interview?" He goes, "No, my. Good to see. You. I'm not going to do a short interview." Got out of there fast. Didn't really have, you know, and, and probably smarter Kirby. Probably doesn't want to answer questions about beer in a stadium or NCAA investigations that are going on at other schools. Not much that that the two time champ could say. So, so we what do you? Know
2: I'm
1: actually surprised he's there. Yeah, just why is checking
2: in with some of his kids? I assume, right?
3: Well, for sure. I mean, you know, George's got six guys here. He, rec- you know, he recruits and. You know, let's face it. You know, Kalen DeBoer was down here. And, you know, it, it's kind of a, you know, as a head coach, you need to make an appearance. Show I mean, your all face. The NFL show show
2: your kids that you're helping them in their track to go to the NFL. That's part of what For your sure. job is. You don't have to spend the yeah. week. So so let me ask you, um, and Mike Griffith joining us, what do you attribute it to? And I'll just, my opinion, obviously, all I got to do is look at the NFL ratings. Um, you know, uh, 50 million watched that AFC game on uh, – yeah. on Sunday or with the NFC game. Um, the NFL is king of the world, and these are future NFL players. And just like we're about to talk about who's going to be the Falcons' next quarterback, there's a bunch of guys there that are going to be in NFL uniforms. So I don't think this is about college football. I think this is about the passion for the NFL.
3: Uh, yeah, a little bit of both. You know, you're, you're in Alabama, and so that, that speaks to college football, and there's a lot of Alabama purist fans uh, they're Georgia fans. There's people that drive down to you know to get their autographs to meet these guys. Uh, but the like media, the yeah, but, but the media wants to know oh. who looks good. And you know, about I'm, fifty, yeah, yeah. about fifty fifty on that stake because you have a lot of the, a lot of the, you know like the Georgia contingent. I mean, there's a lot of Georgia media people here yep. as well as you know Atlanta television personalities. So and they're seeking out the Georgia guys. So it's kind of a mix.
2: Yeah. So let's talk about uh, the quarterback position. Um, yeah. Who ha- who has looked good? Take us. Th- a lot of guys are there. Penix is there. Bo Nix is a lot there. Out there. Yeah. 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 Um, uh,
3: J.J. McCarthy is not there, right? Yeah, he doesn't matter. He he sucks. I, I think Joe Milton <gasps> oh is pretty God. good. Um, Joe Milton. I mean, I right. just, as far as NFL skills, I mean, let's just. You want me to keep it real? I mean, I'm not going to blow gas up your tail this morning. The guy's not keep an NFL Keep it real, Mike. Keep it real. So go ahead, Joe t- Milton. Joe Milton has is, is looked really good. Now, I don't know what his decision-making will be like at the next level, but he's making all the throws and checks here. He's got a cannon for an arm, probably a guy who may be a better NFL quarterback than college quarterback. Uh, you know, and, and, of course, Bo Nix and Panix are, are looking smooth. Rattler's always been good, but the height is the question. I mean, Spencer's only six feet tall. I mean, these are the things when, you, when the scouts and the, and the GMs and the coaches, they can see these guys shoulder-to-shoulder. And it really shows up, how big is this guy? How good is this guy individually? I mean, a guy can kind of be uh, hidden on an offense or a defense. It's not that good, schemed around. But here, they're isolated in this drill work. And you really kind of get an idea who's – that's why Lad McConkey. you guys have seen this guy is skyrocketing in NFL rankings with what he's doing in this drill work.
2: Give us some other guys that have shown out uh, on the offensive side of the ball. We heard great things yeah, about. Yeah, I've been
3: surprised with Marcus Rosamy, Jack Saint, you know, and uh, another guy that at Georgia you just kind of thought he was another dude. But, you know, here I guess he's been doing some speed work. I mean, he looks particularly good. I've been watching mostly uh, the Georgia guys, you know, kind of up close and personal. But, again, I noticed Milton, uh, that just the just steam this guy puts on the ball. I mean, it just you can see there's a difference with the velocity that he's throwing with. And you wonder maybe if those Tennessee receivers hadn't got hurt early in the year, maybe he's a different guy. <laughs> Um you know none of the DBs have really stood out. It's been tough on them. I think this drill work is you know they can't really hit anybody, you know they they seem like they're about a half step behind. So um it, it's been an interesting uh, it's been an interesting senior bowl uh because of the overriding uh, NFL stories that are going on right now. The coach uh, openings, I mean my gosh, this guy Seattle hired um I, it just a few years ago, Georgia was running over him in a, in a bowl game. But it just goes to show you that, you know, being a head coach is as much about administrative and how you look behind a podium as who actually is doing the X's and O's these days.
2: Defensively, any SEC players jumping out at you? Any conversation, particularly of guys that are moving, uh, are, are making folks notice that maybe we weren't anticipating?
3: Too early, in the, you know, the game is where the defense gets to tee off. I almost feel like Stake, they, they keep these, these drills, you know, non-contact-wise because they want these guys to come down here and do it. I mean, guys aren't going to come down here if they're going to get the hell beat out of them, right? I mean, they got a combine in a month. So it's going to be a lot lighter. You know, you can ask the Georgia guys how it compares to the Georgia practice, and they just start laughing, right, because it's just nothing like exactly. it. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's still football. Uh, but, But it's not like the difference is the head coaches are here and they get to meet these guys. They get to see how they pick up on schemes, how they adjust to the NFL coaching, who's the deer in the headlights, who can adjust. And, and they get to lay eyes on him. Again, it's, it's you know, it was like when I got to come in the studio with you, Stake. You can be a pretty intimidating guy over the phone line. I'm not going to lie. But I met you in person. I said, ah, this guy's a teddy bear. He's great. He's warm. He's wonderful. And the NFL coaches and, and the GMs are kind of the same way when they get to meet these guys in person.
2: Well, I can't wait to give you a hug when I see you soon. So uh, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the Senior ball. Look forward to reading you. As always, Mike Griffith does a fabulous job. Talk to you soon, buddy. Enjoy uh, Mobile. Appreciate
3: it, guys. We'll talk to you soon.
2: All right. There's Mike Griffith at the senior. I'll give you some names, by the way, also. that are trendy. The Michael Penix conversation, the Bo Nix conversation. Fascinating ones. Okay, I'm going to tell
1: all y'all something. This senior bowl is ridiculous. No. It means very little. And I'm going to bring up two names, Brian Cox and Rashid Hageman. Do you remember when Brian yeah. Cox fell in love yeah. with Rashid I know Hageman? That.
2: You, had, you literally had to just go back like eight years.
1: I know, but I and I'm I speak with experience. I was there goodness I'm probably half a dozen years or so. What goes on behind closed doors So, so what's more and important the interviews that happen, the handshaking that happens, you get to know those kids as opposed to listen, as opposed got to game, what? The, the game the, film the combine? game film. Are you more kidding me?
2: Combine I, I don't wanna see game film in college. I wanna see what he's gonna be like with NFL coaches put hands on him. I don't I don't necessarily agree. What do you, you like the workouts on campus better? I love Feel the on-campus. Like
1: I, I love when you're, like, if you're going to Georgia or Tallahassee and you've got all those assistant coaches and they look at you in the eye and go, here's what he does great, here's what he doesn't do so great, which does happen. All right. I I don't mind the television event, but just it is what it is. I, I think By the way, McConkie was really, really, really good before they actually saw him work out Yeah, but he wasn't Mobile. getting
2: the throw. Well, he, it's was, like, hurt. It's like, it's he like was hurt. He was hurt.
1: Know, a lot of the year.
2: A lot of the times you're not able to showcase yourself. I mean, wow. When we come back, 10 o'clock hour, we, uh, we're we going to ask the question, how did we get saved from the Bill Belichick press conference? And is that a good thing? We'll talk about that. Uh, and a legend in Georgia that made me think what happened to the good old days. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.